Praise God. Awesome. It's so great to see you this morning. Just allow me to do the greetings. I've already greeted the leaders across the nation, our senior pastors and our family heads. It's an awesome time for us to get into the word. An awesome season also. And myself, I'm Pio, if you've never heard me speak before, one of the senior pastors of the nation family and uh, lead pastor for the Pulse family. I'm just seeing the greetings come through. Good morning to everyone, by the way. Good morning. Good morning, Pastor Lennox. Good morning. All the families, all the families across the nations, the different houses, different house heads, different industrial leaders, different mobilizers, everybody. If you manage to be up this Saturday morning, then let's just speak together. Let's talk. Thank you for that word charge from Pastor Dr. Emma. It was awesome. You used some words I don't know. And I heard Pastor Nikki yesterday, last night, and it was, I think I'm just going to carry on from there, where she was speaking about um, take heed. And I think it's very important, leading up to Hope 2022, that we are prepared for not just souls, but we're also prepared for seed, for giving. Giving is, it plays a major part in the lead up to March, the Hope service. I loved the video from the House of Medics family. That's where I'm tuned in from live this morning from the House of Medics family. I love the documentary that they have coming out soon. So the premiere is on, when is the premiere? The premiere is on Friday, next week, Friday. So make sure you're, you're keeping up with that. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very focused right now because you start understanding how much you need wisdom. Wisdom is the ultimate thing. I think PT said the other day that the wisest amongst you will be the richest. Don't know if you remember that the wisest amongst you. So it's no longer if you know who you are. I think by now I know who I am. But to put wisdom in a space where it can be given its proper honor because it's by wisdom that you set forth your journey, your life moves according to how wise you are. So wisdom is not just something that for you to be able to have a rebuttal for something someone says to be able to go back and forth with someone. No, wisdom is solution provision. So if you're a leader, if you're a pastor, one of the ultimate things you need to have is wisdom. You have to have wisdom because you're leading people. So you can't just say, ah, but I studied medicine. So with my medical degree, I believe I'm entitled to lead a people. That, that's not how it works because everybody comes with their own different complexity. So you have to be wise. You have to be wise because everyone comes with their own different thing. But sometimes you think you're wise in your own eyes. It's, it's possible for you to believe you have your own way. And that's very dangerous when your mind is convinced that you know. So I started hating that, that, that thought, that feeling. There's a feeling that's I know 
I don't like that feeling. And it's good to know, but it's a dangerous space to be in, that space of I know what I'm doing. Because it's not cross-checked with anyone. Who is it cross-checked against is just you. I don't want to be someone who knows because it is only knowing that makes you not listen. So as you get older, what you, or as you get wiser, one of the skills you want to pick up is the ability to listen. And Pastor Nikki started it correctly, saying, take heed. You, you, you're able to listen to instructions. You take heed, you pay attention to. I've seen people around my leader, I've seen people around PT, before he finishes the sentence, yeah, 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 yes, yeah, sir, I know, I know, okay, yeah, I'm going to go do it. But you've not finished listening, so how would you know what was really asked of you to do? Sometimes we jump the gun, and it's because you know, you think you know, and I think that knowing thing is a cultural thing. I think the the past experience of your life of trying to prove to your parents that you're clever maybe or proving to your boss that you're clever i think it may have bit you and become a habit and now that it's a habit it's now difficult for you to wean it out of your system so you always need to look smart and because you always need to look smart you don't ever want to get in trouble you think not knowing is like getting in trouble have you ever been beaten for not knowing you're you get five lashes because you didn't get 10 out of 10 in the exam but you got five why why did you get five and your your um, parent is shouting at you why did you only get five Be hey because i did not know the other five of course, then you were not that bold to answer like that. So you're just shaking and quivering and crying because of the, the discipline because you did not know. And that, that culture enters inside your mind and it stops you from being wise because Solomon says, instruct a wise man and he will be wiser still. Meaning that if the king doesn't have the answers, the king has advisors. And because the king has advisors, they tell him answers at times. And he just takes their answers and gives to the people. It makes him wiser. It doesn't make him less wise. So listening and the, uh, the inability to listen is like a cultural issue. It is a cultural issue. It was, it was hammered into you. For the fear of God, you need to know everything. And the applause you're given because you know made you want to always know. So amongst your friends, because you know, ah, he knows this thing, the way they react to your knowing makes you feel good. So you always want to know. Now that destroys your brain because now you're in the midst of leaders and they're telling you things and you already know what they're going to say. But now... Who's the leader and who's the follower? I remember the day PT was doing an example in Bankside and he wanted to show how you wrestle from poverty. Do you remember that? And he called Daniel Belgium to the stage or something like that. And Daniel Belgium, he said, okay, now hold me back. <laughs> 
And then Daniel Godjam held him and PT couldn't move. <laughs> he looked at him and said, ah, this is real poverty. You know, this is exactly what poverty would be like if he grips you. If he grips you, <laughs> be, a, be afraid. Your, your mom and your dad's life is right next to you. He's waiting for you to make a mistake and say, I know what to do. And then he takes control and starts to order you and starts to tell you, do like this, do like this. And in the moment of your doing, you're so wise. You're like, wow, I'm really good. I'd rather not, i just rather not know. So I, I, I think we have to do our best to be aware of culture. Culture is not just wearing ashabia and all those stuff or tying head tie on your head. That's not just culture. Culture can come from things that were habits in your house, in your family. Can become cultural in your family to have a Sunday roast every Sunday. Isn't it, Maddie? You broke out of that culture. And Pastor Mariam introduced you to 805. I don't know why. And then everything has to go down from there. Did <laughs> he said, no mayor of London can eat shaki and, and like you can't eat shaki and become a mayor. So you're sitting in the mayoral house to make decision and your mind is thinking of Eforiro and many things. They're bringing decisions to you and in your head you're like, huh, listen, on my lunch break, ah, any she's going to see me. No mayor of London can be drinking super malt. We know that. Imagine your mayor is thirsty and then he says, I'm just going to go grab a drink, mate. And then they're watching him, watching him and he opens his fridge, he opens super malts. From the moment he cracks that super malt, the decisions will shock you. Try him. Put in a mayor that drinks super malt and eats a four-year-old and see how London transport money goes missing. This year we made... 80 something million from um, parking tickets and stuff. Sir, where is it? Um, there was a financial crash within the office that didn't affect the rest of UK. Just my office. I swear to you, it only affected my office and I'm looking for the money. I can't find it. You begin to see the behavior of a four-year-old live in London. <laughs> you have to be careful. Uh, and sometimes you don't even know when this thing has gripped you and it's taken over you don't know when your dad has gripped you or your mom has gripped you and it's taking over he's just talking guess why the, the DNA is not too far from you don't know because ask yourself the moment you're knowing just say where did this wisdom come from so that's why Paul said things like imitate me like I imitate Christ be safe in copying me because if you're not copying me, you're going to copy something that you know and that's dangerous. That's your culture. Culture is so powerful. Why is culture powerful? Because culture is how you define one black man from another black man. You can both be black. You can both be white. But culture has set you apart. So it's an even deeper measure of setting apart people. You can have two white people in front of you, but a Polish is not a British. I remember when someone I know kept on saying, kept on saying, ah, Polish is not real or you bored. They're not real. Because their cultures are different. Their culture is probably close to black in a way. 
very family orientated on stuff like that but you try a british guy he's as soon as his dad gets old he's sending him to the care home nothing like oh we're looking after mama and papa what's that as soon as andy stops remembering people's name say all right mate get on your bike sending you to the home i'm telling you so i'm watching william and and um charlie like yeah you like me now but i'm i i know you don't worry <laughs> i don't know how far we get with this love before tomorrow you guys say yeah yeah well you know no hard feelings mate but they love saying no hard feelings no hard feelings mate everyone becomes me i remember the day um, minister olash worked for night shield and then at the end of I won't, we never sack people, by the way. I don't sack people. I'm, I'm a great boss. And I'm not being sarcastic. I'm a great boss. I don't sack anyone. But he just hung in the towel. Let's put it that way. He hung in the towel and he had to return his uniform. But he didn't return his uniform to the office, to the headquarters. So I said to Charlie, go and... <laughs> I said to Charlie, go pick up the uniform from... I mean, Olash, man, like, how can he not at least drop your uniform, the boots, the safety boots, the unit? Go and bring this thing from this guy. So Charlie gets there now. He's pressing the bell, pressing the bell. I mean, Olash takes time to answer. So when he finally comes down, Charlie says, listen, mate, the, the least you could have done is, let me not the least you could have done is dropped your stuff at the house. Listen, mate. So he didn't know that that's offended Olash like mad. You've called him mate. And he, Charlie is just taking the stuff and driven home. Now, in his head, in his head, I promise you, I swear to you, in his head, I just done, I've done my instruction for the boss. I'm, I'm fine. My phone was ringing off like crazy. I see Olash calling me. I said, "What's going on, sir?" He said, "Sir, can you believe it, sir? This, this boy has come and he's not even coming by my name. He's rude." I said, "Olash, calm down." he's a white boy he, what do you want him to call you sir charlie calls his dad keith when i say charlie how's your dad he said oh, keith is all right so who are you he's uh, he, you think he's gonna push straight for you you think he's gonna push straight for you sir please uh, just came to collect how someone who has been calling his father's his his name from birth like he doesn't say dad or daddy say keith you're hungry now Let's go eat like that. So you see what culture can do, isn't it? It makes one person offended. The other person is thinking, I just, I just, I just said hi to you and took stuff off of you. <laughs> it's funny, but that's, that's culture. I had one auntie that says, don't shake me with your left hand. And I used to think, okay but it's still a handshake then i grew to now realize okay it's the culture they don't like so but i'm trying to figure out if i shake with my left hand what will happen what will actually let's be real now what will actually happen ah the boy is so disrespectful he shook he shook me with his left hand kai in another country people are left-handed they write with their left hand. So, Ma, if I extend my left hand to me, could it just be that I was left-handed? I used to be left-handed when I was younger and I was beaten to use my right hand. Like, 
stop this is their hand so i was i started with this hand and then i ended up with why because it's it's maybe it's not is evil i don't understand you see what culture can do guys it's it's terrible you know the kid is just left-handed in another space in another family they're even rejoicing that you're left-handed like wow we must in some other culture says you're clever wow they must be clever he's he's using his left hand another culture is saying that's the son of satan he used left hand huh. better start teaching him to use his right said to one of my girls the other day i said to one of them i said you're not special no offense you're you're special like you have an assignment and all that kind of stuff but the mere fact that you are a woman in a man's world and it is a man's world forget who's the guy that sang the song is a man's world it won't be nothing is it james brown you see that other bit where he said it won't be nothing without a woman he's lying he has female audience he doesn't want to lose sales it is a man's world we, women we're trying sha yeah don't don't be upset let me just say my thing we try to get equal wages they don't give us equal wages why because it's not equal at a stage they said serena williams is good enough to play with the men it's never happened and it will not happen because it's not equal so i warned her i don't even know how i got into this but anyway let me just tell you i warned the girl i said don't mess up you see messing up a son can go and mess up in my observance of how the world works a, a son in the house can mess up and do something and then some way somehow like like snake he comes back and he's there in the you can't even see him in the front he's doing everything and it's like nothing ever happened i say but you see you <laughs> if you mess up i was warning her about a guy i said listen if you make that mistake to mess up you will never be back like we're gonna push you out and you see me as you see me as my leader my leader goldman goldman you'll be shocked how in your own house we don't even open the door for you you'll be shocked it's unfair so i told her in that knowing guard your mind take heed of your mind and be selfish with you for now build yourself let's just go to the scripture if now i'll keep on just go to first timothy for me take heed unto thyself mm -hmm. and unto the doctrine continue in them but in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee he said take heed unto thyself take heed read me the um another version read me amplified look well to yourself look well to yourself to your own personality look well to what your own personality to your own personality so not just is it fine to study the word but the word also depends on your personality a certain personality the word comes out in a different expression so what timothy is saying here or paul or whoever was speaking is don't just be concerned about the word oh i just love the word i i'm in the sound clouds all day because we have people like that they're always in the world and always in sound cloud but there's very little progress in their life because they've not taken heed you have to take heed to yourself pastor nikki started from here or was along this line taking heed as in pay attention to yourself 
I pay close attention to you myself where I can assess myself. Those days when you're in secondary school, if you're still in secondary school and you do your science report, you have objective, aim, objective, what again, Dr. Emma? Aim, objective, method, methodology. Huh? Result, I didn't have results though in my one. Results and, uh -huh, but there's evaluation somewhere. I remember sometimes getting just under the full mark because your conclusion and your evaluation are not making sense. So you just go under the full mark. So you can have an awesome experiment. You could have had great result, but you see what affects you now going forward in application of what you've done is your evaluation of what you've done and your conclusion that they want to know what did you conclude from what you did they want to know what's what's up with your mind so at times as a leader or as a follower or whatever you you have to be so concerned about your mind states you look into yourself and asking making evaluation i i've become so intent on making evaluation to the point where even at night I'm recounting conversations. I, I had a conversation with Pastor Sam and I'm trying to remember how did your heart feel when he said this. I'm, I'm being that detailed so that I can take heed, so that I can have control over myself and over my personality. Someone says, I'm just blunt. You know, I just say how it is. That's a fool. That's a fool because you should know when it is right to say how it is and when you should not give the truth when you should just say you know what it's fine do your thing that's being wise so look well to yourself to your own personality and to your teaching and to your teaching so even before you arrive at the soundcloud you're cross-checking your personality in what state am i to go over this word Mind-wise, have I stopped certain things? I remember saying to a leader, you cannot be a pastor and be calling people from private number. It is dodgy. When you are a drug dealer, it was fine because you are evading the law. The moment you're calling your follower from private number, if your follower is as sharp as me, the first thing I'm thinking is, Pastor, who are you avoiding? I'm thinking, Pastor, who are you running from? Uh, PT had some, a pastor messaged him from a separate number. PT didn't even respond. So I, I know what I'm saying is correct. Certain things just don't look right. You, so you can't stop at just hearing the word and sound cloud. You, you have to cross-analyze yourself many, many times. Even your behaviors. And if, if, if you're amongst your people, how you relate to them, your actual personality before the word came. It's important. You have somebody who is so full of anger, but you came to hear the word. Then you do mm, 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 mad word. How can we trust that you heard the word? Your personality already is not a good bedrock for the word to even grow or blossom. Your personality already is anti-word. So what could you possibly have heard? Go on. What did it say? I think there's another version. Read the C. What's that one? CEB version. Uh -huh. Focus on your own development uh -huh. and on what you teach. 
it said focus on your own development i love this version it said focus on your working own on your own development okay and on what you teach okay it said working on your own development uh-huh if you do this you will save yourself and those who hear you it's a working on your own development and on what you teach and on what you teach so your development is is important so that's why i was telling you the story of this leader or this person because the word can be rising around you but because you've not personally developed the word will have no use for you can you imagine the level of the word can be going up around you and it's raising people it's making millionaires um i'm i'm i would have bought in a million pounds investment but now a pastor sam is doing one million every week why because the word will always be rising and it's now time for people to keep on pushing so you know that people around you are using the word for its for the benefits of benefit but how would a pastor only be able to become a millionaire how would a pastor sam become a weekly millionaire because of the use of the word level around you but that use can only come in if you've dealt with your personality if you dealt with you if you've not if you've not worked on yourself the word is not automatic it doesn't just apply itself on any individual the word will only apply itself where it sees fit that it can do a good work so if you have not developed yourself to be worthy of a space where the word can do a full work guess what you're not going to see the power of this word you will feel the power of this word meaning the man of god will preach and you feel the power of the word you will see the atmosphere of the word rising and in that atmosphere you may even speak in tongues or in that atmosphere you may even shed a tear but guess what it's not working on you because personally there are things that need to be dealt with and that's that's what's scary once there's things to be dealt with that you're not aware of that's what leadership then comes in to say to you you don't know but you're like this you're like this you're like this and these things need to leave you in order for the word to have its work in you so what leadership will do is starts to put to work the change of personality that's why paul says imitate me like i imitate christ meaning take on my personality because my personality is right for the spirit of christ to have work in you can't just present alex and think because i dress nice and i have a nice jeans and a nice jacket then the word wants to use me no the word does not work like that it's personality is watching your leader and his selflessness and realizing that the selflessness of this person is what the word needs it's not his knowing of verses and scripture his selflessness is is important to the word the word needs this selflessness for a work it's about to do so you actually have to prepare a foundation a ground for the word to work on you have to it is your responsibility if you don't take on that responsibility you leave the word void of using you and the word will use others but it won't be able to use you why because there's been no personal development 
you can't now go on Amazon and start buying books of personal development. It said, imitate me, meaning personal development can only happen by someone who's already developed. They can then lead you into places that you need to change for yourself. They can lead you there. If you're patient enough to listen to the word of your leader or your shepherd or your father or your, or your family head, if you're patient enough, you will be able to change. And so a part of you starts to say, but that's not me though. Sometimes you say these kind of things in your head, but this ain't me. This is, this is how he is, but this is not me. Guess what? You better not be saying this ain't me. You better be coming him. If you've already seen the results of your family head, the results of your senior pastors, and you can see that the word has found a space where it can work on, it's safe for you to imitate. If not, if you leave it to the chance of you knowing, guess what? You're just going to be um, imitating Papa Efeko. Or, or Mama Kenlock. You're just going to do what Mother Kenlock would have done. Because that's already there by the side. It's ready. That's, that one you don't need to stress. It's there for you. So I, I, I like to say that part of also taking heed is how your leader, so let's get into cultural building, how taking heed can lead to cultural building, not yet. But by taking heed, I look at my house as my constituency. It's gold house, habitation of goldmans. And everyone that subscribes to that house are subscribers of the gold house. So it's my constituency. It's my area of influence. And I have to be careful how I form and shape that space. That's part of taking heed because that space changes according to my personal development, according to my change, according to how I change. If I'm conscious about seed, they will be conscious about seed. If I'm conscious about soul winning, they will be conscious about soul winning. If I'm not conscious about the word, they won't be conscious about the word. Because once a leader takes heed to himself, you're also able to affect your space of narrative. You can create a culture within a, your house. The role of a leader or leadership is you're going to bring down a culture. How do I bring down a culture? By my habits become a culture. So be careful. Even with your habits, be careful that your habits are taken on. If you have a bad habit, some of your followers may take on the bad habits believing that it's the right thing to do. Then you start a culture that you really should not have started. It becomes a thing. So giving is a culture within the gold house amongst the goldmans. It's a culture. I said to them, whenever you see goldmans, you're seeing leaders, financiers, and bank solutionists. You're seeing them. So wherever you go as goldman there has to be an aura and it's the job of the leader to create that so whenever a goldman is amongst people people should say yeah one of the goldmans is here because there's a culture that's been set from the leader that has taken over whatever personality exists within the gold house it's swamped over by this culture 
So when someone breaks out of your house and doesn't go by the rules of your house, they want to be their own person, just let them go because you should be setting a culture within your zone by the taking heed to yourself. So you take heed to yourself in order to establish a culture within your house. You establish the culture towards being prompt to service and when your leader doesn't come prompt to service it doesn't matter what house you're a part of the people also begin to see service as something that's not important they do their own thing so i've i've been seeing the boys around pastor sam pastor kunle and pastor emmanuel around pastor sam so they will start seeing what it takes to lead in that capacity but then they start to take on the culture of capital house so the culture of Capital House is poured down by the leader of Capital House. The more that they honor that leadership, the more they take on that culture, the, the, the more attentive they are towards certain things in leadership, not because they know, but because they're following a culture. It, it's something that people are doing in their space of influence and then they start to do it too. And then that saves them. Because if they don't take on the capital house structure, they will become people who know and do the things that they know. But the things that you know will end you up in the wrong places. Because you're only knowing according to the life you've lived and the life you lived is your dad's life. So, it is a way to um, save you. If someone ends up being prosecuted by the law of this United Kingdom, it's because the laws of the houses were not adhered by them. The houses have their own culture and their own laws. When you become a, when you, as a house, you have sovereign authority over your people as a house leader. So you set their way of behavior, you set everything if they adhere to that, guess what? The world doesn't need to give them judgment. The world doesn't need to give them finance. Everything will come from within the house. Taking heed to yourself is so important. It is, you can, you start a whole new world just by taking heed to yourself. So I come down and the first thing you should think of as a leader is you should start thinking also about souls and you teach your people to think about souls why the taking heed to yourself in order to think about souls lets you become good at people management if you were a governor one of the things on your table will be the unemployment rate of your of your state but imagine if you started from a house leader to become intentional about unemployment Imagine if you started sitting down, you took heed to yourself, you understood your space of influence as a leader and every morning you sit on your desk to know who's employed and who's not employed. You're checking the development of your people. Guess what that's doing? That's preparing you for another ground of leadership but guess what? It's already creating a culture within your house. You can break the culture of not working. Or the culture of losing jobs if people lose jobs frequently by what you take heed to you can solve so if something remains unsolved around you it's merely because you've not taken heed to it 
you can make sure that your people are constantly always looking for the next thing in what they're doing why because you sit down to make sure are you growing in your capacity and what you're doing you're you're fulfilling your duty as watching the people take heed to yourself and in all your behaviors in all your interactions with your people you have to take heed I always think this way so that I'm, I prepare myself for more responsibility, but not just that, I need to see if I can truly create a culture in the house that can affect not just the house, but it can also affect the family. And then after affecting the family, it can affect the nation. Remember that your houses pay a great role within the nation family. Because your houses are how we defined your family. So as a family head, you're speaking to your house leaders frequently because you're trying to make sure that the culture of the family is what they're placing in their house. And if they're placing that culture in their house, then the nation family should see it. So when giving day comes and your seed is etc. amount, the nation can know that there's a culture that resides in this house or in that family. So your family is counting on you to, to mold that culture. It is all about culture making. You must create a culture of giving. You, if you create a culture of giving, it will be reflected in the national reports. In the final national report, they will see the culture you set. If you create a culture of leadership within your house, the national report will, will reflect that by seeing how many businesses your houses have made or seeing how many places of, of influence your house has occupied. So if a house of medics becomes a family and a hope dealers becomes a family, it is because at a stage in time, I was talking to you guys mainly about global leadership. Do you remember? And in drumming into your minds on global leadership and from the beginning I've said to you that when it comes to the Paul's family it should be this way that if someone walks into the family they should even be saying which one of you is PO because your your space of influence and your capacity for finances should explode to the place where you all look alike and you're all prospering so it is not the king and his subjects in this stage it is me raising younger brothers and younger sisters to be leaders also but i have to set that as a culture by speaking and by taking heed to it at all times so if i'm speaking to a pastor alex and i'm saying your communication does not match the communication of a senior pastor it's not because he's not a senior pastor it's because i'm a senior pastor and he should be already looking at the next stage of elevation if listen nobody cares about you being a family head of hope dealers anymore that's the nation moves on so quickly nation moves on so fast so that's nice that was great to celebrate in the word explosion but now already you're at work for another level so when i'm seeing his ability to communicate and i speak to him now and then he doesn't get back to me five hours later i'm like guy you don't understand your communication is poor yes it is fine for a soldier or it is fine for maybe if you lead a house 
But if you're going to get to the next stage of a senior pastor, your communication is poor. It needs to get better. It needs to be more streamlined. You should watch my communication and compare it to yours. That is how you raise these kind of... That's how you raise people. You must take heed to yourself in your own personality and in your development so that they can rise to that space. So if a Dr. Emma is doing word charge, it's not to give you fancy words. I want to see her speak. I want to hear her and see if I can hear what she's saying or if she's just saying many things. I want to see if she's been in the word. I want to see if she's dependent on the word. You know, when a person is speaking, you can tell if it is the word that made that person. You can tell. You can tell what they've been through for the seed or what they've been through from the word just by their speaking. Preaching is not just the saying of fancy things. It, it, it carries aura. And you can see the aura of your leader when he's speaking or when she's speaking. It's the many things she's been through. It's the many seeds that he fought for. So unless she starts to do those same things and imitate those things, then she can't rise in the place of leadership just because she's been given a word platform. Being given a word platform is easy. I just call someone to come and speak. Come and speak the word. But in order to, to really get a hold of that platform, that word has to be everything to you. For it to be everything to you, you have to imitate your leader because it was everything to him or to her. Because the word will trust your leader's personality because that's you see the word working in your leader. You have evidence of that. So your personality can, has not been certified yet. So don't bring your personality to the table. I, I get what they will say out there, but we're all our own people. Not in the space of the word. In the space of the word, there's only one person. So a pastor only is not his own person. It is years of watching a PT and how he behaves and how he, he's, his attention to the word. How he treats matters according to the word. How he treats us according to the word. And I take that same intensity and I offer it to you. So unless, unless we're all following the bedrock of personality, the word, the word will have no trust in us. But what's the, what's the scripture? Sorry. Matthew 7, 24. Okay, so consider this story, please. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice... It's like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Uh-huh. So if we're going to really take things to another space, another level of raising our houses and taking dominion, not just in the UK, but taking dominion across the world in different nations, then we have to be attentive onto this small platform that we have now called our houses. How we treat this small platform will depend on how God elevates us to the next space and next level. Does that make sense to you? Am I clearing what I'm saying? So you're, you're being attentive to your house position. Whether you're a house leader or you're a citizen in the house, it makes no difference. You still contribute to the building and the raising of a house. So Jesus says here in this scripture, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine 
and puts them into practice is like a wise man let's separate that wise man so you have to have a wise man who built his house on the rock Uh uh-huh and then i want to put aside the rock go ahead there the rain came down the streams rose Uh and the winds blew and beat against that house yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock but everyone who hears these words of mine just read that last verse again the rain came down Uh the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against that house mm-hmm. yet it did not fall uh-huh. why because it had its foundation on the rock so you can be wise you can be a wise man ready to build your house you're ready to take heed of your life you're ready to raise a people but he's saying that for this wise man to build and he built a strong house a study house but this is how he built it. He said that he built his house on the rock. He built his house on the rock. And he said that the house did not suffer any storm. When I say suffer, I mean it didn't crumble to the storm. It didn't crumble to the rain. It stood firm across the nations. It stood firm across the communities. This house was notable across society. These people became a strong people. How? Because its foundation was on the rock. So its foundation is also another matter. Give me the um, definition of foundation, please. Foundation. The basis of an edifice. Mm -hmm. That part of a building which lies on the ground the 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 part of a building or the heart of a building that lies on the ground so the foundation is just on top of what we would say the rock in this sense here so the foundation is so important without this foundation you can have the rock but either or both of these two things is needed to for you to raise a strong house both these things is needed if you're going to build a work that lasts beyond your time you need a foundation and you need the rock not a rock the rock so it is important for us as nation builders to understand that there is a way to building go to proverbs there is a way to building and that way of building is it's it's a it's a set template that Christ has already told us about the wise man. He didn't say about Christ. He said the wise man. The wise man can be you and I. It can be. It's, it's, it's you or me. But for you to be referred to as wise, it will be that you follow the template of raising your house according to this. Meaning you set a foundation on the rock. Then you built your house. Read that Proverbs. Proverbs 24, uh-huh. verse 3. By wisdom, a house is built. Take heed to yourself because by wisdom, a house is built. A house is not built by knowledge. A house is built by wisdom. For you to be the wise man, it is that you built your house by wisdom. Uh-huh. Through under, and through understanding, it is established. Yeah. Through knowledge, its rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasures so we're not going to get into its establishment or the filling of the rooms we're just going to get into raising a house 
you raise in your house and you're working on your people but it's done by wisdom setting foundation on the rock what is the rock go to first corinthians so that we can get the ex, um the definition of the rock if if i say definition For I do not want you to be ignorant of the fact, brothers and sisters, mm -hmm. that our ancestors were all under the cloud and that they all passed through the sea. Okay. They were all baptized onto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. They all ate the same spiritual food and drank the same spiritual drink. Oh, okay. For they drank from the spiritual rock that accompanied them. Mm -hmm. And that rock was Christ. So the rock is Christ. So now that we know that the rock is Christ, we also need to find out what the foundation is. But before we get there, the rock is Christ. And the principles of Christ. And the words of Christ. When they tell you to be like Jesus, they're telling you to, um, I don't know what they're trying to say, but anyway, the rock is Christ. To be like Jesus is to follow his word. If I'm going to raise a house and that house is going to stand, I have to watch what I put that house on. So for example, if I take myself as the house, every action that I react with, where did it come from? What is the basis? So the rock is not the end thing. It's not what's visible. The rock is underneath. It's not visible. The only person that can know that they built on a rock is the builder. The people cannot know that you built on a rock. So that's what I was going to say. So when they say, what would Jesus do? It is one of the most foolish things you can say. Because you cannot know what, you cannot, you should not, you should not be displaying what Jesus would do. You can only display the principles of Jesus. It is from your actions that they will say this must come from the knowing of him. It is not that you, so that's why it's absolutely insane when you have pastors who have not evolved according to the words of Christ. They will be healing the sick and casting out demons in this generation when it was a work of a previous generation. Guess what? They did not build well. They didn't build well because really the rock Christ himself is a basis principle. It is even underneath your foundation. It is not visible. It is, it is at the bottom. It is the rock in which you put your foundation on. It is the rock. So actually, you can't run around with the Bible saying, now I'm going to raise the dead. That would be you putting the rock in front of the building. That would be you putting the rock at the front of your house imagine building a house and then you just decide you know what this rock shouldn't be in the ground for to balance the building let's just put the rock in front and show everybody that this building is going to be strong because see how big the rock in front of it is it makes no sense so works don't last because works have not been built properly the template of building have not been adhered to and if you don't adhere to the template of building a work in your house or your house or yourself, if you don't follow the template of building, then the house is subject to crash. 
the house is subject to fall because you've not placed things in the right spaces. So yes, your leader may have results, but your leader should make sure that his results are based off of the principles of the rock. We don't need to have a prayer team always on the phone, but we need to make sure that these guys are prayer people. These guys are word people. You don't need to every time you speak to someone in the hospital quoting scriptures, then you start looking insane. But even your greeting, your saying good morning to a fellow staff member, Dr. Emma, it should come from a place where they just know this is from, this is Christ. They may not say it is Christ, but the energy it takes, whatever they feel from your word is different from what they feel from another person's word. So I was saying to you that preaching the, preaching the gospel is not just matching words. There's a rock place within your leader. There's a rock place that the word comes out of, that the waters of the word come out of. And you can tell when your leader is speaking that this person is speaking from those waters. Go on, what do you want to read for me? Acts 4.13 uh -huh. TPT. Uh -huh. The council members were astonished uh -huh. as they witnessed the bold courage of uh -huh. Peter and John. That's right especially when they discovered that they were just ordinary men who had never had religious training unbelievable they be then they began to understand that the effect ah yeah yeah the effect uh-huh jesus had the on them the rock had on them uh-huh simply by spending time with him simply by spending time with him from the discussions of the of the apostles from the way they carried themselves from the way they were bold and courageous people would just know that they spent time with this jesus guy they didn't go around shouting jesus jesus you know when you say if when they say oh if a demon enters your room just shout in the name of jesus if you've ever had such encounter and you shout in jesus name it's you know it's a real demon when it just looks at you <laughs> If it's a real demon, it's just going to look at you and say, uh-huh, okay, right. And it's not you're going to shout Jesus' name, then the demon will start shaking. How, how, how can this even be believable? It will only be that if really you're one of his people, they will see it in your behavior. The rock is not placed at the front, it's at the bottom. So imagine rappers who, are, who have built according to this template, they should be the boldest rappers. Businessmen who have built according to this template should be the boldest businessmen. Why are we making millions? Why are we millionaires? Why have we broken barriers? Because the man who taught me business is not a businessman. The man who taught me business is a pastor, is a man of God, is my father, is a leader. What he taught me is how to pray. What he taught me is the word. He gave me all the he gave me the rock so that I can build a house. He gave me a rock. So the focus of giving me a rock so that I can build something is what he did as a leader. That's the taking heed. So when we go to Ashburnham and we're praying for hours in Ashburnham, it's not to teach me to now have a prayerful life where you're praying hours every day. No, that is the rock. That is the reason why we did it in a quiet place. That is the reason why we did it away from the people. But there's a time where you need to express whatever thing that you, you whatever effect that that word had on you. That's why I love this scripture. It said, then they began to understand the effect. The effect Jesus had on them. 
So if you're in a house and your leader has not yet had an effect on you, you need to pull your leader to the side and say, are you really building on a rock though? Are you really living like a PO would live or a PT would live or a P Sam would live? Are you, are you doing the same thing as them? Because our house results is not showing that you're building with the same template. That's the only way to call someone's bluff if they're a leader. That's how you call their bluff. By the effect Jesus had on them simply by spending time with him. By the spending of time, they were able to take on what? The personality of the word. Not that they were now reciting Bible verses. Do you, do you believe that by spending time with him, they were reciting Bible verses? There was no Bible verse to recite. They read the scroll every now and again. Not even every day. So it's not that John and Peter go around quoting Galatians chapter 2 or quoting Genesis chapter 5. There's a personality that Jesus had that they've become. Do you understand me? They become the personality of that word and they became effective. They became bold. Jesus is bold. Jesus amongst the people sits with the sinners. When you have a pastor that is condemning the sinners and you can't sit amongst them, he's afraid. He's not bold. He's afraid because if you bring girls next to him, he's going to sleep with girls. He's going to sleep with daughters. Girls who should have been your daughter, you're sleeping with them. He's afraid, so he has to drive them away. He's, oh, I've forgotten those things that they say, man. Ah, where you're fasting and stuff and now you're just going to ignore everybody's call. You switch off your phone to fast. It's, it's, a, it's the most stupid thing in the world. You, you switch off your phone to fast. Okay, sir. So if you had a check coming in of 2 million pounds, 5 million pounds, you're trying to tell me you would have still called that fast? Even God will call you a fool. He'll say, guys, so a check was coming your way and you switch off your phone to fast? They're still taking certain measures in order for them to be holy and righteous, meaning that they've not built. They don't have the rock. This rock thing is a personality um, thing. You, you're seeing the person and you just say, that's PT. That's what PT would do. That's what a PO would do. That's what a P Sam would do. That's what a P Nikki would do. You know that's what a PT would do. There's only one man. You're sure in that because they've built according to that structure so the rock is christ but i want to understand what is the foundation then because if the rock is christ we can't change what the rock is it is that but the foundation now what we put on that rock is also equally as important if you want to build am i correct if you want to build the foundation is equally as important as the rock I can give you the rock, but let's see what the foundation is. Go to um, Ephesians chapter 2. In him, the whole building is joined together mm -hmm. and rises to become a I love holy how it temple. starts because it already tells you that it's going to speak to you in the matter of the house and the building. It says, in him, you two are being built together. Uh -huh. To become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. Start from verse 9, 20. Sorry, start from verse huh? 19. Go on, start from verse 19. Consequently, uh -huh. you are no longer foreigners and strangers. Thank you. But fellow citizens with God's people. Yeah. And also members of his household. Members of whose household? His household. Thank you. Go on. 
built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets built on what foundation of the apostles and prophets <laughs> you don't understand he said you're built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets he did not say you're built on the foundation of Christ do you understand me he said you are built on the foundation foundation like we said is the part of a building that that allows the whole structure to rest on so there's a foundation here it's a built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets uh -huh. and then what is Christ go on with Christ Jesus himself as what as the chief cornerstone Do you see what I'm saying Christ Jesus himself is the rock he's not your foundation Christ is not your foundation you sing a song Jesus you're my firm foundation it's, the, it's a lie we can't sing that song though ever I, they used to sing that in my mom's church Jesus you're my firm foundation I know I can stand sick. what a lie it's not scriptural the foundation is PT apostle that's the foundation so if you're going to build according to what God wants you to build the, found, the foundation has to be God's man if it doesn't look like God's man you're not building that's why I said you can use this to call bluff on your leaders to say well you don't look like what we see so Paul's telling them that this whole thing that God is putting together this whole generation God is putting together it's a building it's his household but it's built on God's man it's the prophet and the apostle and if it doesn't look like God's prophet or God's apostle then it's not God's building God's not gonna show you Christ just show us Jesus he's not gonna show you Jesus he's gonna show you the foundation so Paul was saying that imitate me like I imitate Christ these guys are closer to the ground so they can see Christ you're not close enough to the ground you've not died and resurrected it's not for you to die and resurrect it's just for you to build a structure they lie closest to ground zero they they're closest to ground zero than you so you can't you can't be them you can't be them but you can imitate them you just make sure that in your building you can see a similitude of them in whatever you're building just make sure whatever you're building has to look like God's man a, a pastor Toby that's God's man that's the apostle the, the, the prophets apostle and prophet is not Peter and John they are apostles but for what God is building now you need to find God's apostle in this space right now find God's apostle in this space find God's prophet in this space so that you can be safely assured what you're building so I'm just in the word uh, so I'm just I'm just in the word now because uh, I want to know Jesus you're gonna you're gonna skip the apostle to know Jesus it's impossible if you're building you need to have the foundation of your apostle if you've not even started to look like your apostle then you can't build it's your foundation go on read read on for me built on the foundation of the uh -huh. apostles and prophets yes with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone yeah in him the whole building is joined Thank together you. in him the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple and in rises the Lord. to become a holy temple in the Lord so if I'm gonna build an altar to God in the space of music I'm checking the building I'm making sure that the building has a foundation and that foundation is there solid sure my apostle is there 
my apostle is there then I know that the rock is there I can't search the rock it's too close to ground zero I can't search the rock but once I have the foundation once I have the similitude of the leader how what is the similitude of the leader so what Paul started to say to them is imitate me what is imitate me when I eat with the people eat with the people so when you're seeing your leader many as a dinner in Novikov many people are coming down eating different manner of people from different space different place you don't need to do that but you need to take on that that you need to take on that behavior that culture mm. so the foundation of the house is what sets the culture of the house so the culture of the house is the apostle and the prophet their lifestyle their lifestyle is the culture of the house if your culture is not the same as your leader then you know you're not building nothing or whatever you're building will not last it's one or, or two of those things so you check your culture do i behave like this culture do i think like this culture do i see the word like this culture sees the word so what is the culture of apostles and prophets that they they preach the word for hours and hours on end so when a thursday service comes and your apostle is preaching for hours it is a culture and every businessman and every business leader is silent according to listening to that word when you don't adhere to that culture then you're of another culture you're not part of the household you're not part of the house building you can call yourself a national but if you don't behave according to the culture of the apostle and the prophet excuse me to say but well, you're not one of us you're not one of us no matter what deal is going on, I've seen my leader, Thursday service is never missed. 10 million deal, 100 million deal, doesn't matter, King of Qatar, King of Mozambique. Thursday service is there, live, kicking, ready. It, 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 has, it does not matter. When you see your leader missing services to close deal, you need, you, you need to pull them to the side and say, listen man, I'm deeply concerned sir. Because you've not taken the word in the utmost um, importance as this culture demands. I'm just gonna fly out on a Sunday. Don't worry, sir. I'll be I'll be watching online. You think watching online? Um, excuse you. <laughs> you have to take on the culture at the time. Uh, Paul said, "Let us pick those who will do business, so that we can just focus on the." preaching of the word and the reading of scripture that's the culture Kaya. that's where they built power that's that's the foundation so if i'm going to be a topmost professional the moment i don't have the same culture as my apostle i just know i'm not getting far your knowing and your own knowledge may take you to a space but there are doors in the space of career there are doors in the space of business that unless you can present your house and the household you stand for, they can't open to you. You have to present the, the crest and the badge of your house or they won't open to you. And guess what? Imagine that you don't actually represent the house, but you think you represent the house because you, 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 you press the tick sign when they tell you to like the, the YouTube. You think you represent the house because you speak to a PT once and every often. Be careful. If you don't have relationship with your family head but you only have relationship with a, an apostle you know that you've missed it across the line why the apostle is closest to the ground you you can't you don't have the power to be so close to death but yet so far from it 
You don't have that power to be in between resurrection and death. You don't have that power. That's the apostle's life. He can be dead and alive at the same time. You don't have that power. So when the moment you're saying that, I just, I speak to BT directly, then your house is not being built. The citizens of your house should call you to the side and say, we're concerned, ma or sir, because your relationship with our family head is not the way it used to be. We are concerned. Yeah, we hear you, dad stuff and, and power stuff, whatever, we, um, father business. or We hear you. Uh, uh, we hear you, but man, the, the house has a template. And this template is just showing us that you're not building according to this template. You have a problem because within the house, you start seeing a strange culture starts to pop up. Then strange things start to emerge from your house because you're not building according to the template. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. Uh -huh, read on. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. Aha. Uh -huh. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. So what the wise man is doing is he's just preparing a dwelling place for God's spirit. But he has to be a wise man. It's not God. It's the, he has to be a wise man. If he's wise and he's building according to God's template, then God himself can be pleased to rest within that building. Let me break it down to you more. The spirit of God does not rest on anybody. The spirit of God only rests on templates. You must look like the apostle. You must look like the prophet. The spirit of God is concerned about the culture. You cannot be moving around when I'm preaching. It's the most annoying thing in the world. Don't ever do that again, sir. Now you're here, you're staying here, you know. You're staying here till the end. The Spirit of God does not trust to pour itself out from anybody else but a prophet and apostle. So that's why I was speaking to you about culture. That what God would do per time is he will look for a man after his own heart. He must have the culture of heaven. He must look like the apostles and prophets. He must look like them. If he don't look like them, if he's not... If the man doesn't at least have the foundation of apostle and prophet then the spirit of God can't dwell on that guy it doesn't matter how many scriptures the man reads it doesn't matter how so much word I just love the word sir I love the word and I'm always in the SoundCloud and I'm always following Pastor Nikki's scope and I'm always listening to Pastor Dami's scope and what he said was just so powerful sir you know the part where he said this 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 and this it, it means nothing unless your personality actually looks like the person that God can rest in. God's spirit will only be safe. Spirit has no power beyond culture. I know that sounds weird. In another culture, when they feel a cold shiver down their spine, if the word is going on and they feel a cold shiver, they say, ah, the Holy Spirit is here now. I'm Shh. <laughs> 
this hand on someone now, they'll just shake and fall. <laughs> you, you, because you felt cold when you heard the word. You, they identified it as the spirit of God. In another man's culture, when he feels cold, he believes that he's afraid. He thinks he's seen a ghost. He thinks, no, something's not right here. So culture is important if the spirit is to dwell. Because the spirit cannot trust you to you. Can enter you and you go and chat crap. Because of your culture. It can enter you but according to your culture the spirit is saying you're sowing your lust. But your culture tells you your lust is the lust is the money you see first or whichever. Your, your culture gives you another definition. So the culture plays a huge role. Christ made it sure to make sure that he dispels that and says, listen, unless the spirit sees the foundation of the apostle in this body, he will not trust to dwell on it. Unless the spirit sees the foundation of the prophets in this body, he will not trust to dwell on it. 1 Corinthians 3, 10 to 11. By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder and someone else is building on it. Thank you. <laughs> but each one should build with care. Yes, I laid a foundation as a wise builder and someone else is building on it. Uh-huh. But each one should build with care. Yes. For no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. Yes, no one can lay any other foundation unless, on, rather than the one which is laid. Here it says it is Jesus Christ, but it is the apostles and the prophets. That is the foundation. Unless this, there is no other template for you to look like if you're going to become the leader of a nation, you need to be concerned as to what you look like according to what God is building. And your culture will hold you back. Any other foreign mindset will hold you back. And I didn't know that culture was this massive. I didn't know culture played this big a role. I didn't know that it would be an issue if I see things a certain way rather than a certain way. I think there's a scripture where an angel appears to Peter and tells him to kill and eat. But according to Peter's culture, Peter actually replies back to the angel to say, this food is unclean. Oh my God. I need you to get what I'm, where I'm trying to... I'm trying to break this down as clearly as I can. Guys, there is a spirit of the word that is pure. But we are still, or sometimes we're still infected with things that don't allow us to translate the word purely. And your results will be capped according to how the word is translated within you. So you're hearing this word, but you may still not be hearing the word. And that's dangerous. Because you're hearing the word. <laughs> you're hearing what the pastor is saying. And you're hearing and you're repeating and you're reciting it. But you've not heard it. Do you understand? Because there's something inside you that's translated it wrongly. How can you tell Peter that he's not been with the word? He's been with the word. He's heard the word. He's been with the Lord. And yet still, Peter still cannot 
follow instruction of kill and eat. <clears throat> Go on. Acts 10, 13 to 15. Yeah. Then a voice told him, get up, Peter, kill and eat. Surely not, Lord, Peter replied. I have never eaten anything. He even anything. said, surely not, Lord. He's, he's preaching back to the Lord. He says, I have never eaten anything impure or unclean. His culture was so strong. I, I needed to understand this. The taking heed scripture is your foundation scripture because it is by taking heed that you're able to always evaluate your mind so that you make sure that culture has not butted in somewhere or wrong culture has not butted in somewhere where the word wanted to give you a, a pure translation. The word wanted to give you an instruction, but because of where you're coming from or the mindset you're hearing it from, you're not able to translate it cleanly. You tell Peter to kill and eat and he said, surely not, Lord. I've never eaten anything impure. And at that moment, I'm sure he was even bragging. Like, <laughs> you want to test me? I understand this is a test. <laughs> it's not a test. It's, it's, it's just to show you, Peter, that you're still not even seeing things through the eyes of the word. So what did Jesus come to do? He came to start a new culture, guys. That's why he started by preaching the kingdom of God is here. It's called the culture of the kingdom. If you can take on the culture of the kingdom, then the word can give you, the, you can hear the word and you can do the word. Culture is another reason why when Jesus got to John, John could not, John did not want to baptize him. He said, oh, far be it for me to do this kind of thing. You're the you're the big boy. Why can I do this? Make you kneel down. Ah, you kneel down. I lay hand on you. No. Jesus says, no, you have to do this. Culture held him back. Culture so is a madness though. Culture makes you say, I'm just, I'm going by the word. It is, in, it is by the word, by the word. <laughs> but Guy, you're, you're reading the text, but you're not hearing what it's saying. So to save them, Paul said, don't read anything. Just do what I'm doing. <laughs> don't read. Reading is messing you guys up. Just follow me. Go ahead. Brother. First Peter yeah. chapter 2, verse 5. Mm -hmm. You also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house yeah. to be a holy priesthood offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Uh -huh. For in scripture it says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone. That's right, that's the rock. And the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. So, we need this culture of the Spirit of God is going to take over us. Go back to that um, Ephesians. God's, God wants to live. God wants to dwell inside you. But God doesn't want to be Nigerian. God wants to dwell in you. But God doesn't want to be Colombia. God wants to dwell in you. But God doesn't want to be Ghanaian. Or 
whatever other culture you've built up in your mind god doesn't want to be that so he's eagerly looking for a man who has adopted his own culture that he tested safe and certified in the apostles and prophets they were rejected by their nation so they were no longer israelites they were his people they were zion they were his men they were his nation they were his citizen god can trust them god is not looking for you to have an israeli passport before he can use you god is not looking for you to have a french passport before he can use you god is saying do you look like my man? I, I put a template in front of you. It's just for you to look like this template and I will feel safe to live inside you that way. You don't need to pray for wisdom. You just need to look and behave like a wise man. You don't need to pray for wisdom or understanding or knowledge. You don't, all those crazy nonsense prayers, you don't need to pray them, but you just need to behave if you form. You know, I like when Nigerians say it's just forming because sometimes you just have to form. And the Spirit of God will see you forming and say, I like this guy. I don't, I don't care if you don't understand what he's doing, but you see that his forming is what we do. His behavior towards the souls, his behavior towards the word, he may not understand it, but his, his forming is enticing to us to live within him. His, his forming is what we want. We can take his forming from here. We can take his pretending from here. So if I take the word, if I take a, a scripture and I'm behaving like a PT, if I, if I do it perfectly or if I don't do it perfectly, at least they can see that he is forming, he is trying, he is, he is behaving. And that is a safety place for the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God then says, I've seen a man after my own heart. I've seen him in the backside of the desert. I saw how he behaved to sheep. Imagine if I gave him people. I've seen how he cared for the sheep. Imagine if I gave him people. Because at that point, David is just forming. He don't have anything to himself. It's not even his own sheep. It's his father's sheep. He's still renting. So if you're in a house, if you're just a citizen of a house and you're still renting per se, it's because you're just doing the things that the house tells you to do. Keep on doing it. One day it will be your turn to be a leader, but you have to prove yourself right. You have to prove yourself to the Spirit of God that you can do. How do you prove? Just by the forming from the little instructions that you're given. He doesn't need to give you a big company. He just needs to give you a house to manage. He needs to give you two guys to look after. How did you look after them when they had nothing? What did you do? What did you advise them? When they brought their little and their all to you, what did you advise them to do? What did you tell them to say? When they were after them, did you put yourself on the line for them? Or did you back away? Did you shy away and say, this is your fault. Go deal with your own matter. When, when God saw how David treated the sheep when one went missing and a, and a bear came for him and he knows that David is, is, is but a worm. David is nothing but the little scrawny little kid to stand in front of a bear. He says, but imagine if I gave him people. Do you understand? Imagine if I gave him people. So when he sees a lion come after the sheep and he, and in, he did not say that David was not afraid. You can pretend to be bold. It still counts. Don't need to be, it doesn't say, oh, because you have courage, you feel no fear. Listen, fear is good if you're a fighter, if you fought before. The butterflies and the feeling of fear, because I, uh, I've done a bit of boxing now, I can tell you it's not easy. That thing is not easy, man. By the time they knock your head once, all manner of fear starts to flow inside you. And my teacher said, you see, the key on you is your, your calmness when being hit is what lets you succeed. 
So it's not that he's not afraid, but it's that he's just bold. He's just going to put himself in front and say, you know what, to hell, whatever happens from here, happens from here. But I'm not losing these ones. And what does it pay you, David, to do that? They're not yours. Why don't you lose one and then account to your father that, hey, one came, a lion came. If you were David's dad and he told you uh, a lion came and took one, will you not understand? Will you not even still praise him and say, thank God he didn't take you, but you see, your own life is what's important. If, a, if he can see a leader raising others as if he hasn't got a life himself to, to, to live, that's what he loves. That's what I saw for my leader. He will bring things to the table for us to do, not because we're brilliant to do, but you guys have to find something to do. I'm just bringing it to the table. I can do it myself, but it's for you. This is the culture of the prophets and the apostles. The oneness of them, they eat together. When you have someone in your house that I just, I just keep to myself, it, it can be cute for a time. After then, start to suspect them. Why do you like to just keep to yourself? According to our culture, we eat together. We, we stay together. We're in each other's face. That's the meaning of trap house. When your house starts to, uh, we just have, we're just looking for our own room. You're building the Tower of Babel. You will see suffering come in your house. You, might, you think I'm joking. Try, try. Plan a house where you don't have nobody, nobody in no one's face. Yes, we will grow. It's good to grow and have big house and nice house. But I'm telling you, the moment you say, in this, our house, we have five bedroom and five people. We have evolved. <laughs> it's the moment the spirit says, no, this is not our style. We don't like this. Let's leave this house. Let's go to this one. The gathering of them. At a stage, the gathering of them doesn't please Egypt. So Egypt gave them Goshen. It said that place is nasty. It's just them and their sheep. They're all together in one place. It's nasty. It smells. that like We don't like Goshen. I believe that's the name of the place, Goshen. I'm not a, I didn't go to Bible school. So if I miss out some things, just forgive. He's watching the culture within the house. Do you want to read something? The message. Uh-huh. We see it taking shape day after day. A holy temple built by God. We see it taking shape. This is the kingdom culture taking shape. Uh huh. Day after day. Day after day. A holy temple built by God. A holy temple built by God. All of us built into it. Uh -huh. A temple in which God is quite at home. A, a temple in which God is quite at home. So what you're trying to do is to make God quite at home. Why? Why do we need this kingdom culture for the spirit of God to dwell? But let's go to Micah chapter 6 verse 8 because it's very important for us to know why God has to dwell in our midst. God dwelling in our midst allows us to be something and be some way. Let me show you. He has shown you, O mortal, uh -huh. what is good uh -huh. and what does the Lord require of you? Yes. To act justly. To act. Please highlight that word, act. Uh-huh. And to love mercy. And to walk humbly with your God. He said, what has the Lord shown you? Oh, mortal. Mortal is a human. What do I keep on showing you humans time and time again? What do I keep on trying to present to you guys? I'm trying to present something that is good. I'm presenting a template, a structure that is good. If you look like a place I should dwell in, it allows you to act justly. 
He said, what does the Lord require of you? It requires that you act justly. How do you act justly? Only if you have the, the culture that allows you to act. Do you understand what I'm saying? It is by culture that you will act, that you express. So he says, I need you to be able to act justly. So if we're talking about justice and being just, it can only, you can only be just if it is in your culture. And for it to be in your culture, it will be that you've taken on the lifestyle of an apostle. You've taken on their lifestyle. So now you're acting justly. You love mercy and you walk humbly with your God. But God says, this is my requirement of you. I require you to be this way. I need you to be this way because I can't dwell inside you unless you look like this. If not, my spirit pours, in, my spirit pours inside you and I'm just going to be doing the opposite. The spirit is powerful, but the culture, the bedrock of culture that rests on the man before the spirit comes in is what dictates what the spirit will do. So it's a problem. You must have the kingdom culture if God is going to live within you to allow you to act justly, to be just. You can't just do, um, you can't just be just. Love mercy, walk humbly with your God. All these things come together because God is trying to do a work in this nation. He's raising a certain brand of people. I'm just letting you know that the culture we took on, the mindset we took on to look like a PT, to behave like a PT, it sounds like when they say, oh, but they are brainwashed, but it's God's style. We, we're supposed to be brainwashed. It's God's style. It's what he wants. That's why we're confident that it's us that he's dealing with in this time, in this world. He's dealing with us. It's us. We are the ones God is dealing with. We are the ones he's working with because there's a template of building that we've adhered to, whether knowingly or unknowingly. We've adhered to it. We've, we've taken pride in behaving like our leader. We've taken pride in imitating our leader because it's what's right. It's what's right. It's the only way for the Spirit of God to trust you. Spirit of God, don't trust Pastor Alex unless he sees him behave like his leader. Spirit of God, don't trust P.O. unless he sees him behave like his leader i wouldn't know what is just and what is not just unless i behave like my leader then all of a sudden everything that is just all the right rulings of being just start to flow within me all the wisdom that i'm needed to to raise people tomorrow or to discern a nation the next day or to put together an industry the day after will flow within me if i look like that leader if i look like my apostle that's the reason why he came. He came to give gifts unto all men. It's a culture he gave them people. He gave us a culture, kingdom culture. He made sure he gave us men because... Oh yeah, anyway, I'm going ahead of myself. I just want to... I'm going to start rounding up from here. Go to Job chapter 34 so we can see the position of them. Can someone who hates justice govern? Look at this. So God is trying to tell us, you see, this house that I'm building is for one reason so that you can look like me for a purpose he said can someone who hates justice govern can you lead an industry if you don't have justice inside you if you hate justice can you govern no he says will you condemn the just and mighty one go on is he not the one who says to kings you are worthless uh-huh 
and to nobles you are wicked. Yes. Who shows no partiality to princes. Yes. And does not favor the rich over the poor. Uh-huh. For they are all the work of his hands. Look at this though. This is so powerful. You need to you need to consider this. The place of those who are just. Look at your role. Look at your place. Look at what is called of you. Now you will see the reason why you have to be like the apostle. You see why you have to be like the prophet because if you're not, if you don't have that culture, you will sway in one of these things. Look, start again from the start from verse seventeen, sure. Can someone who hates justice govern? Uh huh. Will you condemn the just and mighty one? Mm-hmm. Is he not the one who says to kings? Look at what the just. So this is what the just one says. This is God. This is what he says. He says, as a just one, this is his role. This is what he does. And just know that unless you have his similitude, unless you have his template, you will fumble at one of these things. Look at this. He says, Is he not the one who says to kings, you are worthless? And to nobles, you are How many of you have liver to say that to a king? The moment small opportunity opens in your job place, you start saying, it's a testimony. You start giving God all the glory. We're just giving God the glory. I'm just thanking God for the testimony of a new job. Let alone if they put you in front of a king. If God said, I have raised a just man in this nation because he can do this. He can look at a king and say, you are worthless. And to nobles, you are wicked. He will not have a partiality in his governing. To govern is not easy. So don't start reading justice, justice, govern, govern as if it's a nice role. You're going to have to speak to people who are difficult, but what he's doing in you now is preparing you to be able to govern those who are difficult to govern. The hardest people to govern are the most powerful. But are you more powerful than them? You can only be more powerful than them if you understand the spirit of God that's inside you. So it says, you are worthless and to nobles you are wicked. Go on. Who shows no partiality to princes? He shows no partiality to princes. And does not favor the rich over the poor. This is hard. For they are all the work of his hands. Can you, if you can carry yourself like this. <laughs> oh my God. They are all the works of his hands. That's the position of governing. That is where the Lord is taking a nation family. That is why your journey has to be this way. That is why your leaders have to speak this way. Because the moment it is a king, the moment it is a prince, we have to govern rightly, justly, without partiality. Because it's what God will do. The moment he can see a partiality inside you, he stops to raise you. The moment you you don't regard being the lead mobilizer in your house to be like leading the the finances of an apple, the moment you cannot see that, it stops using you. The moment you you stop regarding the, the service that your family gives to the nation, you start thinking that your job place service is greater, it stops to use you. Why? Because the whole process of the building and the whole house structure is to get you to a place where you understand the spirit in you. You're, uh, you've been forming, forming for so long. You've been behaving like this for so long that when you get to that place of power, you can govern right. Who shows no partiality to princes and does not favor the rich over the poor for they are all the work of his hands. Go ahead. Okay, no, no not this though. I don't need this. They die in an instant. No, don't worry. (laughs) 
so that people don't start looking forward to getting power to kill people overnight. So. <laughs> The, po- the power of a Pastor Dorothy. She's underneath a Pastor Sam. She's watching the man of God. Why? Because there's a place of governing prepared for her in the law space. But before she gets there, she has to understand the gravity of the ability to govern peoples of power, peoples of low space. She has to have impartiality towards them both so she can only be pledged to a culture and that's the culture that she sees from the man of God every day she sees a pastor Sam come and deal with the low and then deal with the high with impartiality ruling rightly justly then she knows that she will not be affected on the law space on the law mountain she knows that she will speak the word according to the word she will not hide that she's a a word person she will not hide that she's that in, when I say a word person, I didn't say she will now start handing out leaflets in, in her workplace. No. To be a word person is to translate the word according to what it needs to say to the person. The word is wise enough. Don't try and be wise on behalf of the word. That's why I mentioned to you previously that sometimes you think you know. And BT was saying that sometimes I will send someone to do something and then they, before they're getting there, they're like, this sounds wrong. Let me just change it a bit. No, it's our, it's our foolishness and our so-called wrongness that got us this far. The word is wise enough. Translate it exactly like the word told you to translate it. And you see how people react to that. What if you break ground for a king that needed to be told the truth? And the telling of the truth to the king would have endeared his heart to you more. But you became like the red other advisors and you, you broke ground. You, you started to um, hail him. When really you should have told him about himself. Or if the word would have told you that this is the king that you don't tell about himself. This is the king that you just praise. Don't say a word. Don't even tell him your offer. Don't even tell him what you want. Just praise his kingdom and just leave it at that. The word is wise enough. It knows what it wants to do, but it can't rest inside you unless it's safe knowing that there's no other culture in you that it's going to battle with. Because even the word has, dis- has said that, listen, to your culture, I will lose. I'm not strong enough to break your culture. Yeah, I know you pray that prayer. Just break our cultures, Lord. It's, it's good prayer, but the only way you can break culture is if you take your apostle and you start to redevelop your life according to that foundation you redevelop your life according to that template that's how you break it it's good to pray i'm not saying praying is wrong but little does it do you to be in your room shaking your head i, I we know a guy he says he's a prophet and when he prays he's always shaking his head but it, it does nothing to him the culture that's inside him is too strong. There's no word in a word working in that body. It's just culture. You can pray and bang the wall. I, I've seen prayer, you know, as we've evolved as pastors. I, I remember the time we did um leadership class in um Avonmouth, ETC venues. Pastor Enrique was cracking the wall. Pastor Enrique has the loudest prayer in the nation. He does. 
and I felt sorry for the guys next door because it was HSBC and, and HSBC and Deloitte were holding a conference next door. Kai Enrique did not have it. He cracked that wall. Well, we grow, we grow, isn't it? <laughs> or if it's Daniel Belgium, among all the cracking of the floor, Daniel, anyway, sure. Daniel Belgium has cracked the floor. He's praying. And those days you say, wow, God is working on this man. God is working on this one. I'm not saying God is not working on you, Daniel. Don't fight me. I'm just saying that. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? It's, it's cultural things, isn't it? Culture tells you, listen, if you're, bro, if you're not slapping your head, you're, nothing's working. <laughs> you just want you want your your leader to feel proud of you. So Pastor Nyeka is is in the word, and then you're just doing mm. <laughs> nothing, nothing. You did not hear anything, but you see, as soon as you did, and he looked at you, he said, oh, wow, she's getting the word. And then in your heart, you're like, oh, yeah. I, I, really, I just needed him to know I got that word. <laughs> it, it makes no, it's, the word is looking at you saying, um, not really, because you're still going to go fight over um, something after this. There's still something in you that needs to go. You know that you know when you're not sure of yourself you just need your leader to just give you that look right oh wow you see everything is working for my for my good now calm down calm down culture culture will consume you in a way where you not even know is you that is acting what is culture it's culture you've not understood the word but you're sending fire 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 sword 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 fighting sir fighting fighting a guy told me he's fighting and then sold 30 quid it's not possible i remember that day the guy said sir i have a big seed plan for you shut up nini i'm talking i'll be myself never change Say, I'm fighting with you, P.O. I'm going to send my seed now. And I, I waited. I waited for this seed. I kept on refreshing my account to see the madness drop in. You told me you're fighting. And then when I called him back, he said, uh, did you see that? I said, what now? I'm, I'm refreshing my online. I'm not seeing anything. He said, sir, I've sent half, but I'm going to the bank now to send the other half. I said, is my bank moving slow? Why am I not seeing the madness that dropped in here? second time i called him again i said hey have you finished at the bank he said yes sir everything is sent through no 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 before he did that he said the bank is even stopping me from sending this seed i said eh? hey today today i'm going to see seed and this is not now because if it's now i'll just think f you man i'm sending the seed i'll just send like 100k myself what's my own i don't need it's then it's like then when you're trying to rally the soldiers now do i message in group chat i don't message you people so you see if if you don't want to sow please it's very good it pays me it pays me for you not to sow then once i see your name without seed i just cover it there's certain people i see in polls this guy has not sown. this woman has not sown. this one i said no problem they tell me oh they saw in um phoebe or they saw in this one so your brain didn't tell you that you're part of a family just cover your seed everywhere Mad madness. Even another one messaged the other day. He said, No, but from now on, I saw in Love House. I'm not so. I'm thinking, What is Love House? Is it an institution of his own or something? 
I'll be good. Don't worry. I'm, I'll be good, Nini. Don't worry. I'm trying. So he said, ah, I've, I've sent the other half now. Have you seen it? So I, I refreshed my screen. I didn't see nothing. So then after the giving, he said, ah, oh, sir, that was a mad seed though. So how much did you sow? He said, didn't you see the first 30 pounds I said? Then the, I went to get the, um, this girl to send me the other half because the bank held it back. I said, what did they hold back? He said, the remaining 20. This is real. This is, this is real. This happened. No wonder the person could not stay in the nation. You, you're, I, thought, so I, I felt like, you know when in cartoons where they draw the donkey face? I felt like that. Like, eh? So you tricked me on 50 pounds. I've never been that broke to be sewing 50 pounds. It's then even, I'm still sewing 1K, 1K. Don't, hey, no matter how low you are in this nation, do not ever sew 50 quid. Don't do it. If you walk from here to Elephant and Castle, you can find 50 pounds. Just be asking people, I'm telling you. So you have no, um, <laughs> you have no excuse to sew 50 quid. I don't care if you're in effing school. You don't do that. Ah, so it's hard right now so I've put my 50 down don't do it don't do it you can even if you go to your leader's office and you hold his shirt and say hey um, oh boy there's not 50 I'm dropping this month so. ah, what happened to the other 50 do 100 now at least we know that um, something's going on with you <laughs> so I'm just saying how did I get here I'm just saying culture to that guy 50 is a madness when I sold 50 in my mom's church, they all barriers broke free. <laughs> Maddie, you're laughing. It's the truth. I dropped 50 to my mom's pastor. They started preaching about me. The preachers started diverting to me. I said, ah. So me too, I started thinking, okay, maybe 50 is a lot of money. Then he, the guy called me after and said, um, there's some prayers we're holding tonight. I need you to be around. I said, wow. So I even get, um, I even get special prayer. There's a culture there. Don't now bring it in here. I don't care. You can be single mom. The baby will not die. Test, test the word. Test the word. Sow the 50. Let's see if your baby dies tomorrow. You're trying to tell me you can't go into a house and sit down there with your hungry mouth and just say, hey, what are you guys having for lunch? Simple. The reason of the families. There's certain things I'm just looking and saying, this will not be me. Don't allow your own knowledge to override and take over. Don't allow it. it your own knowledge can override. PT said this, but this is what I think he means. Shut your dirty mouth. You cannot translate the word. It's not your space to. Hey guys, I know PT said this, but this is what he means. At that moment in time, all of you in the house, just pick up your phone and just uh you, you can't call pt but call you call your house um family head you say hey um this is what we're hearing it means oh is this green lighted in the nation <laughs> you can be screaming but i'm giving you examples of how culture over culture will override culture makes you you want to be important you always want to be important just because you are not called for the meeting does not mean your leader does not value you stay in the house and put something together i've always said to myself now we don't have fellowships i'm wondering why don't these guys just look at this house like everything why don't they just see the house as a church 
why don't they just put together this gold house like a madness why do I need to say small little things like have you done this or have you done that why why can't there be a Joseph amongst you that just makes your leader not even do anything but preach the word no because of culture you're still doing your own thing I watched one of them as soon as he made money he he, he planned all the people he would buy gifts for minus anyone in the house so you see that God was testing you showing letting me know how you react to money small money 30, 40k, 50k what is that? I've seen people get bounce back loan and at the point of making your bounce back loan you now thought God has blessed you 50k in the United Kingdom is money to die you're just gonna die with it you can't get mortgage you can't get nothing and now I know everything is turning around for my good because you got BBL it's a government scheme now if you if you didn't get the BBL then you didn't do the accounts properly the application properly it's not a prayer for God's sake go and sit down with them pack and kunle them they will do great application for you you <laughs> even the BBL people will say sir it's not 50 you need we are sure you need like 150k <laughs> go to the right people they know how to, to work the systems now I know everything is turning around for my good. Then on giving day, your leader didn't see your seed. Madness. Why does P.O. talk about seed like this? The thing built me for God's sake. It puts me together. This thing built me. This thing made me who I am. This thing built me. You understand? The, it's what made me me. So I, I don't doubt it. There's no... There's nothing that can make me doubt it. I believe in it so much. <laughs> the moment that someone stops sawing, you see they start fading. I don't know how to explain it to you. They're saying good morning to you, but you can't see their face. It's like a shadow. You can't see their face. They're just like, this is a person's irrelevant. I don't know how to explain how somehow your, what you... It's a culture, in-house culture. If you live by the culture, the institution will reward you. There's a culture here. It's not the same culture outside. But if you're here, live by the culture here. God trusts this culture. God has raised this culture. He's establishing governors from within this culture. Are you with me? He's establishing governors from within this culture to govern, giving them mouths to talk, giving them influence. The Pastor Kevin's are, are, have influence within this culture to build a night shield security because of this culture if he did not lay down the culture of the streets to follow the culture of the kingdom that he saw if he did not start feeling bold in the giving of the word if he started thinking that ah it's not the word it is business meetings he'll be you'll be shocked how far back business meetings will keep you it's the word it is the word you don't put business meeting ahead of the word you don't put studio time ahead of the word. You don't put anything ahead of these things. You, you live by the culture. Then the spirit of God feels safe to express through you because it says, this is the guy we need to govern the world. Is this type of attitude. Is this type of man. He saw how you spent 10 pounds and he says, give him a million pounds. He saw how you spent a million pounds. So he says, give him a hundred million. He, 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 he moves according to your behavior. That's why I said, your forming, how you pretend, how you behave. So it's not that you memorize some scriptures. It's that you memorized your leader. You became 
became a template of the apostle that made the Lord trust you for good works. Are you with me this afternoon? I'm just going to leave that on that note. Thank you so much for this, for tuning in with us this afternoon. And this are, that is what makes the, 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 the group of justice givers. They are wise people who are building a house. Whatever it is you're building, understand it's just in this manner. Well, if you're building your company, it is built according to the, this house. I think maybe at some point I need to do like a business class or something just to show how I built business. You see that marketing is nothing. Don't forget about marketing. You need, are you even prepared to put your product to market? How do you prepare that which your hands have handled and touched, meaning you've traded with people in-house? Don't get the world involved until you've traded with your brothers and sisters. You've lost money with your brothers and sisters. You've made money with your brothers and sisters. I've made money with a Pastor Sam. I've lost money on deals with a Pastor Sam. It's uh, and a Pastor um, uh, Bundles. And, and cool. you, you, you form places where you can exercise the culture so the Spirit of God will trust you. So it can trust you. Did you, did you, when you had, who did you share with? When you had, who did you share with? So that the Spirit of God would trust you and say, no, we trust this guy. When he had, he, he shared with the one who gave him the word. He shared with his brothers and sisters. Then we can give him more. You know why you're struggling to have more? When you had, you called your friends from in the world just to remind them like, you see, I've landed now. Then you bought car, then you bought chain. Then you even sat your leader down and said, see, I'm a big boy now. I'm even going to move out now. Then the world flogged you well. You ran back to the house. There's a template of success. You can't break it. Am I going to now be asking um, Kishi to memorize scripture? No. Kishi of all people to be memorizing scripture. But I need to present to her good leadership. Right leadership that she can follow and she can copy and take that same copy into her space simple that is that is how god will raise her she does not need to come and now be able to memorize revelation chapter 3 verse 10 she does not need to but if she's built her life according to the principle of the apostles in front of her the leaders in front of her then she's safe then she has a future then the spirit of god takes her by the hand and says because I've seen how you behave that's why I said underline the word act because I've seen how you behave I trust you I, I would just want to pour all of me inside you now, Jesus is always careful about how he behaves he says do this to fulfill all righteousness if you can do this then the father will trust me then the father will be pleased with me then the spirit of God will rest on me but I have to do this I can't come here and do the big man I, I need to show humility What an awesome time in the Word. I, I just think our hope service is going to be so awesome. And getting ourselves ready for another dimension of people. People means responsibilities. Another, it's another opportunity for you to show yourself as a good shepherd, as those who have been living within the houses and progressing in the teachings of the houses. You've, you've now learned what your house leaders have put down as curriculum for you and you're ready to take people pastor them the likes of a charlie are no longer souls you're now pastors 
the likes of uh, Deborah, you're no longer souls, you're, you're pastors, you're ready for next set of people. That's Hope 2022 service. Everything's going to be kicking off. It's, it's whenever we meet like that, it's mobilization time. It's when the nation comes to show its strength. The nation comes to show its splendor. The nation comes to show all the skills and everything that makes it nation. So every family expressing the power of their family, every family expressing your power in your giving, expressing your power in your soul winning. Imagine if you have a, see, if for uh, ladies, if you want to know you really have a proper person in this nation, you're dating a proper guy in this nation, if you're dating someone anyway. The moment you call for the date, if he, if he turns up, it's a problem. Just, you need him to message you and say, hey, I can't make this one today. My leader has sent me on mission for seed or something. That's what I believe. The moment that guy has time for you every day, when he has time, we, even if I'm a woman, I will be worried slightly though. Okay, so when I ask for rest dates, you turn up. Then you start buying flour. Then this, so you're just always available, guy. You're not, nobody has demand on you. No demand. Like you, you just always active, ready. It's disgusting. Like what the hell? I'm testing you. Like, hey, are we going cinema today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as the guy says, yeah, yeah, yeah. If he turns off for that cinema, he doesn't say, listen, P.O. has said, man, that we need to do some stuff. Then you know, okay, you're not there. You're, you're not really amongst that circle. You're, you're here. You're, you're, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, because you should be able to see the intensity of everybody within their family and their use case, what they're used for. Uh, dates you for dating don't you want power my friend you go with people who are strong don't go with weakling don't let him tell you oh, I'm building myself up you don't know me huh? Pastor Onyeka is he's, he's rating my thing still it's, it's a lie it's a lie PT said it there's certain people you sow <laughs> when you sow even the pastor will say when they run late he said don't he's okay don't worry something happened if you are that stage where when you're late you're still lying to your leader I'm, I'm just gonna lie I'll tell him something blew up in in the media room you ain't got no influence guy you need to grow you need to do better in your family I don't I don't need you in Paul's family I need you in elite family but be a don in elite family be the guy it's not cool looking at guys who is no one like like be a guy there be I need to hear a story that listen if if I'm not about it's it's peak I need to hear that. If I don't hear that, it's like, okay, so, so Pastor Nikki can survive without you. That's the problem. So you're not doing nothing yet. So you see for the hope service, you now got to say to yourself, I need to be a soldier, proper citizen. Yeah. It's going to be hard for you to, to do that if you're just deciding. You got to be on it. On it. Like this is nation. Nation is unforgiving, you know. How many of you will clap now if we say Pastor Alex, um, family head? You won't clap again. You, it's boring. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're looking at him. All of you are looking at him now like, what's next? And if he doesn't produce a result, you say, oh yeah, Alex. Mm. Is it, being a pastor in the nation is not even a big deal anymore. Before, hey, you're a pastor. People ask you, hey, you're getting ordained. Oh yeah, what, what are you going to be? He said, pastor. I said, hi, damn. 
Kai, this guy levels, you know, levels. And people used to hate Evange. They like minister. They thought minister is ahead of Evange. I had to convince my boys, listen, it's all the same, though. But they're not having it. They said, no, minister is ahead. It's not ahead. It's just different. It's just different dimension. You can't even come in the nation family anymore. I'm a pastor. They say, yeah, I'm telling you, I kid you not. One new, one new, as quiet as she is, she will look at you and say, yeah. And what? You don't know me, I'm a pastor. <laughs> yeah, and what? So, what, who have you raised? There's levels now in pastoring. It's like, who have you raised? Okay, you're a pastor then. Okay, do you lead something? Do you have a leadership body? Do you have people that you, you say go and they go? People you say come and they come. If you don't reach that level, they just say, okay. Yeah, pastor. Now even family head is getting diluted small. You come and say he's a family head. They say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the same as family head. Uh, so, ah, that's his family head again. Who did you raise? Can you show us the people that through the word you raised them? People want to brag on their leaders now. You think I'm wearing all this bangle and thing because I woke up and I said, you know what? I like ju- I like bangle. No, it's I don't actually, if you know me, I don't actually care for many kinds of stuff. I just like to make money. Let me tell you something. It's maybe it's Igbo culture. I need to delete it from my head. I like when I see money increasing, like making money. I enjoy it. Like if someone asks me, I used to struggle with that's why I don't read these motivational books. Say so you must find your purpose. I'm thinking the hell i just want to make money i couldn't give a crap if you told me tomorrow bo bin men are doing 10 billion a year i'll say all right ray um charlie we're gonna buy a bin truck okay calm down guys i'll tell you where we're going with this because there's a scheme where they're paying 10 million (laughs) yeah we say blockchain the crypto i said no 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 no. i don't know about crypto it is bin service waste management that's what we're doing now i just want to make money so at that moment in time you got to know that people want to brag on their leaders they want to know hey my leader is doing he's so doing great that's pressure on your leaders now now you too you need to understand that we also as leaders we talk about people and we say hey you don't understand so i put in the um post chat i said ah hope service charlie has 140 souls ready and everyone was quiet for a few minutes they didn't respond i'm wondering ah it's touched the nerve or something. Then uh, Soul Snatchers pastor came to say, yeah, we know, sir. It's under... Uh, I said, no. Charlie's here and he's denying Soul Snatchers. So he's saying he has 140 souls ready. What are you doing? Now, you have to be careful because you see Pastor Kim, Pastor Stephen. Don't let them be telling stories of you like the day when Stephen had boss and brought people. They would just say, yeah, that's nice. But we're doing, we brought 140 souls in one sitting. <laughs> past stories don't help people want to talk about their leader wow my leader wears um chain and stuff and he's sold one million that's mad and he, my own sold one million a week ah mad even mad you don't now get to oh my leader sold 2k will you brag on your leader if he sold 2k it's not a touchy subject it's just the truth you won't brag on your leader. you won't even let them know you have a leader when they say who's your leader you say um 
You know, these days I go to different houses. They say, no, you've not answered the question. We say, who is your leader? They say, I was in Capitol House last week. In fact, I was talking to Pastor Sam. Then he sent me on an errand to P.O.'s house. They say, yeah, eh, but you haven't told <laughs> Who is your leader? Huh? Pastor Nikki, sometimes I speak to her on the phone. See, I'll call her now. Let me show you. Lies. Come on, guy. So even the pressure on you now as house leaders, forget the family here, house leaders within your house they want to brag you want to brag hope 22 is bragging time you want to brag kingdom castle did this don't want them to say ah kingdom castle sold 500 pounds pt keeps on mentioning 300 any house that sold 300 just go to the real room now citizens of that house <laughs> open your suitcase just pack everything <laughs> at the door as your leader say hey hey i don't know i don't think it's in this nation. it can't be in this nation it's 300 as a house ah listen i'm buying i'll even sh- i'll do you know what i'll do i'll go buy an lv bag and show the leader see see our see where i'm packing my clothes <laughs> this costs 1200 but i'm just letting you know that 300 has nothing to do with me where are you going i've heard that there's space on the floor of gold house um i'll see you so don't let those stories be it's not not in this nation no way no way are we ready guys it's um it's going to be another awesome week coming forward um the sunday service is going to be absolutely powerful when pastor toby addressed the nation once again the nation is doing so many things so many wins in the nation you understand that you're part of something special so special imagine hearing this word and then not being someone hey hey imagine hearing this word oh my god don't be that person imagine in 20 years time and pt is the president of a country 10 years time and now po you don't even see him in in paul's family i'm in monaco in my penthouse and i've got one of charlie's now leading paul's then you are just you've left the church to do something no don't be that make sure see the pressure is time this word just say to yourself this word must to raise me i must to be raised and i'm ready to do anything if po has just said now i'm not copying my leaders enough i'm going to now go and brainwash myself on leadership now so that the word can really speak to me i love you all it's been awesome have an awesome saturday